0: Hi boys. Right.
1: Well, let's just jump right into it. Welcome to Northwest Vibes, and we are going to talk a little magic, Magic the Gathering, MTG. 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 Okay. So thanks Wizards for of the thanks coast. for doing this, guys. Yeah, Watsy, let's go. <laughs> uh, how how are you guys uh, introduced to Magic?
0: Well, I tried casting a spell and it worked, so that's how I was introduced to magic. <laughs> lightning bolt! Lightning bolt! <laughs> uh,
2: I touched my wiener
0: and something happened. <laughs> um, <clears throat> working. Well, if you if you want me to get into it, so I was introduced. I was I, I was probably fifth or sixth grade, honestly, and. Um, Long story short, I helped my cousin um, with a kind of a little job that we had. Her uncle was a hunter and would go to like a shooting range with a bunch of his buddies and we would set up targets for them to shoot down and stuff. And so while we were in between rounds of them shooting targets down, she taught me how to play Magic the Gathering. So that was like what we did in our downtime while we were waiting. Yeah. And so she gave me like, I don't know, 60 cards or something like that. Just like real basic you know, a mixture of cards. And this was, like I said, fifth, sixth grade. So I must have been, or it must have been like what, 97, 98, something like that, um, when I first started playing. So uh, yeah, that's kind of how I got introduced to it. Um, I can go into a lot more detail, but I, I wow. wouldn't bore you with all those details. So, <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll get into it and stuff. What about you, Chase?
2: So for me, Card trading in general started with Pokemon, so that was probably second or third grade.
1: Pikachu! Uh,
2: Pikachu. And then you had brought home Magic the Gathering at one point and tried to teach me. I never really followed along, but I knew that I liked the game itself and the artwork and such. Oh, shit.
1: Connectivity issues here. That's not good. Ah.
2: Both of us, <laughs> I uh, yeah, hear you.
1: John, okay. John's dot is going like in and out. I wonder if this is a me problem here. All right, hold on. Hold on. Can you hear me?
0: Cars. yeah, we can hear you, John. Good. So, something of mine's going in and out, but it might not be my audio. Oh, no,
1: yeah, something going on here. I don't know. I
0: don't know if it's me or
1: my connection or
0: what, but...
1: Wait, what? <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, let's try it again. How are we doing? Yeah, you there? That sounds fine.
2: Oh, okay. dude. All right, I'm a little bit
1: closer to the Wi-Fi now. So, do I sound okay still? Mm-hmm.
0: You sound like a piece right. of shit.
1: Yeah. Sweet. All right. So, Chase, <laughs> you, you had Pokemon second grade, and I yeah. brought something, and you. That- you on.
2: brought home magic, tried to teach me the the layout of the game, and you and I had started going to, I think it was called Dugan's Card Trading Shop. Yeah, over I, there cool. by the Valley Athletic Club, and so we'd acquire a bunch of cards and bring them home and play them. Um, but I ended up selling my uh my whole set after a couple years because it, it just never caught on the same way Pokemon did. So I didn't have anybody to play with it at least. In my age group. Yeah. So I sold my whole set for about 20 bucks, which looking back, I highly regret that now. Sure. Did you know, you had any valuable cards back then? I'm sure I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, age itself has probably treated those cards well.
1: Well, going <laughs> off inflation, 20 bucks, that's like $30,000 these days.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Brand new car. <laughs> for some. Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: pretty good yeah, think I had
2: black lotus at one point <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> An just kidding
1: <laughs> people legit invest in magic cards though and they profit on it which is oh crazy. yeah
0: yeah it's like a, a version of like a, a commodity a stock you know you just trade and
1: yeah, sell yeah.
0: Currency. Sell one and buy well, one oh go ahead no, I was just saying, yeah, you just you sell when it's high and you buy when and they're low. And yeah, I'm sure, yeah, there's, it's funny because like there's certain cards of mine that are pretty valuable and I'm constantly checking to see how their value fluctuating and stuff. So
1: yeah, there's um, a booster <laughs> box of Champions of Kamigawa. Uh, that, that was like the first set that I ever drafted uh, in Olympia and they have it uh, up in Federal Way, like Northwest sports cards or some shit like that. For $900.
0: An wow. An entire deck?
1: No, a, a, a booster box. So, like, oh, just a booster a box. box. Yeah. Of like 36 yeah. packs or whatever. Gotcha. Freaking crazy, man. That's insane. Just probably for like Sensei's Divining Top and like Uma Zuma's JIT or whatever. Maybe the Sword and oh, yeah. Fire. Sword <laughs> and Fire Knight. Sword and something shadow whatever
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: That's probably it
0: yeah. yeah me and some of my buddies we'll, we'll probably get into more of these stories as we go go on with this podcast but uh, yeah we would <clears throat> would there be like a, a new set coming out or whatever we'd buy we'd all pitch in and buy one of those new booster boxes and then we would oh, do drafts cool. you know sealed drafts um, off of those so be fun and you know you're always looking oh this is the card you know this is the most valuable card in the set so whoever you know and whatever packs you 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 get you get to keep those cards because you know we all pitched in the same amount of money so it's like you're you're getting your money's worth usually with that and then you draft and you play and you know beat up on each other and stuff so yeah that's pretty fun to do that is fun
1: so okay so that's how i guess i i got introduced uh i don't know if you remember walker john Mm -hmm. he like brought up to the library and he taught it to me i was like i only played it like one time for like five ten minutes and I, I was like, I didn't know what Swamp Walk meant. And I was like, but what is this? It needs to be so cool. And then I convinced mom to like buy me stuff. So I had the cards and like I rented a book from the library. And I was like, this is so cool. But I have no idea how to play it. But I was interested in it. And then I didn't like actually start playing it until I think it was like senior senior year in high school or something hmm. like that or i don't i don't even remember but it, yeah it was it took a while to actually get going on it but once i started going to the card shop that's that's when it really started rolling but that took it took years and years i think my first order was from Kingdom.com and i brought like a random deck from i think uh, magic had like a scry magazine or whatever and i just peeled off like a budget decklist and bought it from cardkingdom.com.
0: Yeah, okay. And
1: then, I don't know if you guys, did. you guys ever hear of magic workstation?
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: That was amazing. It was like this free program that you would have to find the packets to download. And it was all just by, it was community based, but people love magic. So they would keep updating it and you'd get all these new cards and you could play all with all the cards for free and you could go online and try and play against other people and it had the tools to shuffle and to randomize and to draw and to put into a graveyard exile and you know communicate and type to tell them you know so you could like play a game of magic it was really rough around their edges especially now if you compare it to like um, arena on your phones but you, you gotta play all the different formats and deck lists and everything so that that was when I really, really started playing. That was extremely fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I Me and the same group of co- former co-workers that I, that I had played magic with, we, we did that too a little bit. So yeah, <clears throat> it was, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Being able to kind of build your own deck so you can find like those, those super crazy ones that people that are a lot better than I am uh, know all the like different synergies and, and stuff like that. You know, you can download those files and play with those decks and stuff. Yeah. That was pretty, pretty cool yeah
1: yeah super cool my favorite early deck was the mind slaver deck where you would combo off where you could take their uh use their turn to do whatever so you would like try and destroy their creatures or like do like mana burn or if you had another creature into play you could just do that tap all their creatures and just win because it was an infinite combo or whatever I yeah. thought that was like the coolest thing ever back then. Even though it like took forever to get it set up, and it was super easy to destroy the combo.
0: Yeah, right. It's like those. The, there are those kinds of decks where there's like there's like one ultimate payoff, right? And it's like everything has to work out perfectly. But when you're able perfectly. to do it, it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's when the, the Urza the Urza lands were there. So instead of one mana, if you had all three, you could get like nine yeah. mana. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yep.
1: Those were cool, man. All right. All right. Well, what are we doing uh, with Magic today? How are we interacting with Magic today?
2: Well, it's a little different than when I was a kid, but uh, I'm a closet Magic player, man. I don't tell anybody. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, you're telling the world right now I'm telling, telling the world, the world, right world now.
2: now This is like <laughs> This is like a little hidden nerdy secret In my life that only has Recently come out because My wife told her Friend and She said my husband Plays Magic the Gathering too And so for about the last Month or two months or so We've had a couple gatherings Since of a couple folks And uh, I've been playing in person with a bunch of food for a couple hours, which is really quite fun. Um, Yeah. But between those weekends, I've been playing, I don't know, just a couple games a day on MTG Arena, which now after having played it on MTG Arena, the experience, the dynamics, the ease of playing is so much quicker and so much more intuitive and user-friendly than it is to play in person now it's not to say less in person is less enjoyable there's just a much larger learning
0: curve in person which is still fun
1: yeah sure sure i agree with that what about you john
0: yeah i mean that's kind of this i mean mine right now is just mtg arena right now but prior to like covid and you know kind of all this stuff kind of shutting things down i had this group of people that i worked with at the time that we were all we much like chase. Hey, I, you play magic. Oh, I play magic. Oh, you play magic. So there's like six of us Sweet, um, man, that, yeah, that would get together and we would play sometimes at lunch, you know, cause we'd all have hour long lunches, you know, when we were working in the office and would play. But the biggest thing is we would get together on like Fridays or Saturdays and we would, you know, either bring our own decks. We would, you know, build, um, like tribal decks, so like, you know, goblins, merfolk, angels, whatever. Oh. Um, b- build specialty decks and compete. We would build popper decks where you can only use commons, uncommons. Um, you know, these types of things. And then the biggest thing we started to get into right before the pandemic hit was we would do cube drafts. Have you guys heard of Magic Cubes?
1: Yeah, I know or- a little bit. About it, but I think you can explain it pretty well because they yeah. seem really, really cool and like super custom, specialized, yeah, to, like put on it, your own flavor stuff.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. So the people I play with, like they're like, like you know, savant level magic players. So me, I'm just very casual, you know, and I I don't memorize all the cards, or everything. But they could like they're like literally a living catalog of all the cards, what they do, sure. and all this kind of stuff. And so anyways, this one person, um, they had a cube. And so a cube is essentially anywhere from like 360 up to, I think, even 720 magic cards. And they're all typically singles, so you don't have multiples of the same card. Um, And they typically have um, what they call like the power cards, you know, so like the Black Lotuses and, you know, not the actual card, but, you know, like maybe a proxy version of it or whatever. But they have all like the power cards in there. Um, And then also they have different you know um, scheme synergies mechanics etc built into the deck so that way what happens is you get a group of people together and then you grab you make random 15 card booster packs out of the cube and then you all draft them um, and then typically what we would do is you guys do a power 9 draft yeah so we would do that um, what, and then what of course,
1: standard is that is, or what uh, format is that legacy or what what do you call that one?
0: I'm not a hundred percent sure on that one, but um, definitely I know those cards aren't, you know, standard, <laughs> standard fair. So um, I right, right. Oh, no, that those are broken, broken, broken. Yeah. Right. But sometimes we throw them in, sometimes they take them. And that's the nice thing about the cube is you can, you know, the person who owns the cube can customize it, however. So um, we would, you know, swap those things out for other, other cards. And obviously as new sets come in and, you know, certain cards are put on the band list or whatever, we would kind of flex it. But essentially what we do is we would each draft three, you know, face down 15 card packs, these randomized shuffled up packs. And then we would take turns taking one, then passing our card, you know, our deck to the, or, you know, not our deck, but our pack to the, the person to the left. And you, so you wouldn't be able to just pick all those cards that you, that you, um, picked in those three packs. You would all pass your packs around. So you would get a card from each person's pack until they were all gone. And then you would build decks out of that. Um, uh, and we would, so we would do tournaments and stuff, um, all the time. So, you'd get a different deck.
1: It, so, like, all the packs were built like a like a magic pack so that you could had expensive cards and inexpensive cards and fast cards slow cards blue cards red cards white cards green cards black cards and they
0: could yeah multi like cards a theme,
1: like a theme out of out of your deck or whatever
0: yeah well it's all on how you draft too because each, each of the cards even though the, the cube itself has all these you know representatives from all the different colors and rarities and all that kind of stuff, the packs themselves are completely randomized. So you might have a pack of just all commons. It's, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be very likely, but in theory you could, but you pass that pack around. So everybody has to pick out of that same pack, one card until it's gone. And then, you know, the next pack might have, you know, a couple of mythics and, you know, a bunch of uh, you know, rares and stuff in it. And so then everybody's got to take one. And, and the whole thing is since you don't know what the next pack's going to be or, or what the person's going to hand you, you could be going for a certain mechanic right you know like uh you know i'm going for a mill deck or i'm going for an aggro red or you know whatever the case is but then you get the next hand you know you get the next um, pick from from your opponent to the le- left or whatever and like oh shit none of these cards are going to work with my thing so you got to pick you know either something that you think is going to work with your your deck that you're trying to build or you try and uh uh, you know do some draft hate so if you think that you know this your friend over there is trying to draft this type of card maybe you'll take one that you know that they'll like um to you know kind of fuck with them a little bit so it, there's some strategy in <laughs> the that
1: game the game
0: right? or you could just completely fuck around and just try something completely random completely weird and it might work it might not i mean we all did it for fun um so it's you know whatever happened happened but there was one guy that took himself super seriously and <laughs> he's the guy I, I, gotta, I gotta segue a little bit here. He's the kind of guy that <laughs> you draft, and he, this is the first game after we draft. He literally gets his hand, you know, he dra- draws a seven cards or whatever, and he's like, oh, man, I lost. Game over. Game over. You won. You won. It's like, dude, we haven't even started fucking playing yet. Like, what What are you doing? And he did that every single time, and he was always just such a such a fucking nerd. Wow.
1: Bird. That's
0: weird. So, I was like, come on, guy. Let's just play it, and you know, he'd do that, and he ended up beating me one game. It's like, See, you said you you lost from the draw and you ended up beating me as the, you know, whatever. So anyway, that's the kind of, that was my experience with with Magic recently. But like I said, we all haven't been able to get together because of, you know, COVID and stuff. But Right.
1: That's cool. All right. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm
0: interacting with Arena
1: only right now. It's all Chase's fault. I haven't, it's been like two weeks and I haven't even turned on my Xbox since I downloaded Arena. I've been playing... Well over five games, probably closer to ten games. I'm doing. I, I invested into Arena, so now I have gems. Uh-huh. So I've I've been playing drafts of on different formats. Uh, mm. I might even do a draft. Actually, I think I'm going to do one more draft of Innistrad on Arena. Uh, and now I actually bought my first in in store draft ticket. Uh, in over 10 years, I'm actually going to do an in person draft at a uh, game store uh, for the first time in over 10 years tomorrow. So I'm super excited about it. That'll be fun. Yeah. So i has yeah. been trying to blame me for some time on this. Oh,
2: you straight it's, up it's brought heroin your, into your my house. Because I've been trying <laughs> to recruit you for the last three months, and you're just like, that sounds cool. Nice. And then you finally did <laughs> it, and now. It, your life has changed,
1: dude. It's like I'm like like all I want to do. Like I was at uh, roundtable, and they have this new thing where you can you uh, you get a wristband and you go up to this pub wall and you can fill up uh, a beer. And it, if you fill, if you get one ounce of beer, you pay for one ounce. If you get twelve ounces of beer, you pay for twelve ounces. And then they have these perfect booth setups so you can play test your magic cards. Right there and then just go up, get your beer, sit back down, play more magic. And then when you're done, you just walk out and pay for however much beer. Like everything mm-hmm. is filtered through magic lenses. Like, oh, we could play tester this would be the best play test spot. Like I used to do that <laughs> way back in the day before like GPs and stuff, man. It's, That's like, awesome. It, I don't, I, yeah. I, I don't know what it is about magic. I think because it's like, hear me out. I get mad at video games. And I get mad at magic too. I don't like losing. I'm competitive, and that's. But that's what gets me going so crazy on magic, is that it's when you play a video game, you know, you win, you lose, you restart, or you, you're at the you're at the will of what the game wants you to experience. And there's some great games, and it's fine. And it's dandy, and I love video games. But you, I'm always just looking for that one other thing, and I think magic has that to some degree because the the the, the Options are so much wider, and the the availabilities mm-hmm. are borderline infinite. Especially if you just you step away from the standard oh, game man. and you go and you go to the, yeah. old, the older format, it's just it's any any kind of deck you want to make, any kind of format you want to make. I mean, you don't you can play the sixty card decks, you can play the hundred card commander deck. You commander. can go competitive. Mm-hmm. You can go chill. You can go aggressive. You can go combo. You can go control. And then, and then, not only do you have the play types, but then you have the art that you know, and like the self-expression. And then, like the play mats and the and the card sleeves and the noises. It's like you ever gone to like a poker, uh, poker game, and everyone's fidgeting with their cards or playing with their chips. Like magic is the yeah. exact same fucking thing, but it's it's like Dungeons and Dragons on paper, but instead of building up one character on paper, it's like building these cards to represent yourself. I don't know. It's like, it's totally addictive and it's, it's fucked up.
0: Right. And the cool thing about it too, is there's some luck, right. You know, depending on how, the, you know, your shuffle goes and your draw and all that kind of stuff. But it's also very strategic and chess, like, right. You know, cause you know, there's a bit of that kind of that poker mentality, you know, showing your poker face, you know, what, what, what cards do my opponent have Does he have something that can counter what I'm trying to do or, you know, whatever. And so there's this kind of this little dance too, which I think is kind of fun because it's kind of putting your your strategic pow- prowess to to test too, you know. Um, I like to... Uh, so you guys have definitely many legs
2: up on me in terms of Magic the Gathering experience I, and drafting. I got two. Especially, especially the in-person component to this mm-hmm. and spending real money on it. But uh, <laughs> when, you're, when you're talking about strategy, one of the things I like to do on MTG Arena is, first off, I never play with the emotes on. So, like, the person can't tell me it's my turn or your go or thinking. And so I always have those off. But sometimes I'll intentionally attack with a weak character, and I'll have reserved mana. So whenever they choose to block me with that character, I can play a card essentially that essentially kill sense. their character. But right. I'll Yeah but anyways i'll i'll attack with my weak character and then in the chat i'll say oops like hoping like <laughs> oh crap you know like i didn't mean to do that and they'll fall for it <laughs> and, then, and then i'll play my instant and i kill them <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, and so then like, you're like, on kill the rest of the game you that's awesome. Yeah, so I had that happen to me, and I was like, "I'm definitely gonna use that." And so it's <laughs> wow. been—it's
0: been, it's been a good strategy. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, you're that guy, Chase. <laughs> Even if it works like 50% or 25% of the time, I mean, hey, that's you know that's pretty good. It gets it's you a to good laugh.
1: Sucker! <laughs> oh well, I mean, that's true. Your favorite thing in Fortnite wasn't to play the game, but it was to fuck with our random teammate.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Oh, pulse nades.
1: Let's oh, yeah. them all the that's way. Fun. No, <laughs> just heal oh, them three no. quarters.
0: <laughs> Before they turned off friendly fire. Yeah, I know. They really ruined yeah. that. So that's my strategy.
1: That's yeah, uh, I like it. Okay. um what decks do we like to play? And then after that we'll do what decks what decks do we hate to play against. But
0: uh don't, what do you like
1: what kind of style do you like to play?
0: You know, I'm a real big fan of Commander. Like even when I've been playing on um Arena there, um I play I think what do they do they call it Brawl or something? I don't think they call it Commander, but there's like this Brawl mode where I think you yeah, you build essentially a commander deck. Um, is
1: it a hundred card singleton just like Commander?
0: I think it's a hundred card. I know it's one where you pick like you know legendary, right? Um, legendary uh, creature as your your commander, and then yeah, it's one of each card. But I don't know if it's a hundred. I didn't really pay much of attention because like, where's Commander on here? And I pick Brawl, and it's like, oh, here you can, you know, create this deck. So anyway, but yeah, that's that's I like I really like that style just because you know. It, you know, I did talk about how I like the strategy aspect, and when obviously there's multiple like counter spells that your opponent might have or whatever. That's that's a lot more strategy. But if they only have one of each card, then it's kind of like okay, that was their one their one one shot at that card. Obviously, there's multiple cards that can essentially do the same thing, right? right. Um, yeah. But at least you know, knowing like oh, they don't have you know 25 you know or four counter counter spells or whatever they might have a different version of that that might cost more mana or something. But um, I really like commander, and I, I think it it's it really lends itself I think to um, building at least kind of my thing is I'm not really super big into multicolored decks. And I think it's just because part of me is like, I just like mono colors because it's kind of, it kind of streamlines the whole, my thought process when, when, when creating a deck, because you know, I get kind of lost in some of the, some of the synergies and stuff. So, and once okay. you throw in another color, you like,
1: you like commander um, as the format. what, what, yeah. uh, what kind of colors or color do you like to play
0: i like and white because I, I have an actual paper you know not an online digital deck commander deck that's angel human um oh, so there's cool. a lot of um, a lot of life gain in that because you know angels tend to have that piece that aspect to them or different abilities that 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 lend itself to that i also oh, uh, picked, picked up in uh, Avison restored i don't know if you remember that set from many years ago but uh i draft or didn't draft but uh, in one of the the booster packs that i bought i got Avison angel of hope um which is a mythic rare um eight eight angel flying um vigilance and Avison and all permanents you control are indestructible so um that you know that's a pretty pretty legit card so i mean obviously yeah. there's tons of cards that allow you to exile so that would be one way of getting rid of her but then the other the only other way would be to uh put enough minus one, minus one counters to get rid of her. So unless your opponent has a way to exi- exile her, then her and all your permanents are indestructible. So you can just fucking kill them. And, you know, angels and humans slash soldiers kind of lend, you know, lend themselves to one another. And um, yeah, just with the life gain and everything and plus flying creatures, you got to have a way to counter, you know, like blue flyers. Um, so I think angels, is kind of the way to do that so yeah. that's I kind was of telling
1: chase about it how i wanted to build a sweet angel deck man that's so mm-hmm. badass
0: mm-hmm. so i've got one i've all got right, a good one cool.
1: that's cool that's mm-hmm. cool are all, all
0: angels are chicks in magic or are just most of them um you know i'm trying yeah. to think i'm going through a lot of them in my mind and all the art that i see is mostly chicks so yeah. I think
1: it's mostly
0: does. chicks there's a lot of vampire flyers that are dudes. There might be chicks with dicks. I don't know. You never know. But
1: uh, <laughs> come to the dark side. We have wieners.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, and I and I just and I just checked Avisen actually online, and it, it, I think she's around fifty bucks for that card. So wow. I mean, That's a pretty pretty that's good. That's not you even know. your
1: most expensive card. You have like a land card that's like way more than that.
0: Well, yeah, I do. It's not a land card. It's an artifact. So it's a uh, grim, grim monolith. And it's a foil version. So uh, it was a card I picked up a what was it it was a uh, some big pack at a target somewhere like it wasn't like a booster pack. It was almost like, um, almost like these predefined decks with then a couple of boosters in it. And I picked them up and I opened it up. And you know, I this was when I was a lot younger. It was when um, um, Urza's Legacy was out, so that was kind of one wow, of the
1: yeah, way back in the day.
0: back in the day. So this is from Urza's Legacy, and it was a, a, a like I said, a foil version, and it was it's what is it four colorless mana to cast it, and what it does is you tap it and you can gain three colorless mana um, to your mana pool, but then you have to pay four to untap it again so cuz it doesn't untap during your untap phase so I was just like oh what a piece of shit you know it's like you got <laughs> to get three colors but you know not really understanding that whole mechanic and there's cards that untap artifacts for essentially free it's like okay you don't really ever have to pay that to, to untap it and you can do those unlimited chains you know where you can just keep getting mana over and over again and and do whatever and so um yes so the grim monolith the foil one so when me and my my coworker started playing um, they said, I hey, hate this card, might be worth something. So we looked it up, and I think it was like $350, $400 or something when we first started playing. Wow. But when, when, I, when I looked at it um, like a week or so ago, it's up to uh, around $4,000, give or take. Oh <laughs> my
1: God, <laughs> that's yeah, amazing.
0: And all because you can have
1: all the, the, the modern or the standard magic cards right now, but instead you just have
0: the one. That's so legit. Right right so uh, yeah it makes me feel pretty cool and all the, and it's only because it's foil if it wasn't foil it would only be a couple hundred dollars but because it's just that it's got that you know luminosity to it and that little sh- sparkle and shine to it it just amplifies the value and
1: another thing about magic it's not just self-expression and strategy it's like like a collecting thing like it fits mm-hmm. all the right boxes in the brain it's
0: it's right it does and it's like part of me is like i'm never going to put that card into a deck you know because all these people want like full foil decks and stuff it's like that's the only one of those i have but obviously i'm not going to buy three other ones um so i'm never going to probably use it in a deck it's like part of me doesn't want to sell it because it's like i want to have something that cool you know what i mean i'm just like yeah. hey i own this i have it <laughs> you know but,
1: that is so cool what about you chase uh what do you what do you like to play how do you like to play
0: so
2: I like uh, I like control decks.
1: Oh, you're, you're that so, guy again.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like the, I, but at the same time, I'm so pissed when I play against control decks. Yes, like, this I guy hate control decks. Mother. Fuck. Hey,
1: <laughs> I hated Russell Wilson when he was in college, and I hated Pete Carroll when he was in college. And goddamn, they are the best coach and quarterback you could ask for, man. I I, I hear <laughs> it, man. <laughs> so
2: I, uh, I join. Really, I really like the the white black combo just because they're they're kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum in terms mm-hmm. of what they represent and what they stand for. But putting them together makes some for some pretty sweet combos. Um, I also really it's really satisfying to be able to mill somebody down to their last card especially on arena oh you
1: did me you did that to
2: me once that was
1: crazy
2: milling somebody Mm -hmm. is extremely satisfying Um, but getting milled sucks (laughs) yeah getting milled is i'm like swearing hardcore because i'm getting (laughs) pissed so um i probably play mountain and forest the least but i I don't get frustrated with playing those. I get frustrated probably the most with blue because of all the counter spells.
0: Yeah, Yeah, draw, draw, go, right. Yeah, scry, draw, counter, flyers. Yeah, you got the flyers too. There. That's I hate playing blue. That's why I always will play. I will
1: say blue mono blue is not nearly as strong as it was like ten years ago, and especially like. Fifteen years ago, mono blue was like oh, it was maddening. It was the most powerful. I think after fairies rotated about ten years ago, I think blue blue always had a spot, but it was never like dominant number one. Y'all there still?
0: Yeah, sorry, it was just weird I got really silent, so I was like, did they all drop off? <laughs> um yeah so yeah i didn't really answer before but yeah i I don't like playing against yeah counter blue milling decks because yeah i like having my cards and when i can't have them it makes me sad so you know
1: yeah yeah i agree it's i and i i would agree as well control is definitely the most frustrating because i don't I, i i think what i need to do is play control or mono blue or something like that because what's so frustrating about it is they counter your stuff and then they have like draw spells as well so they're like never down on cards and they're countering stuff Uh to you and then they're just like beating you with like these little tiny things or they just stall you out until they got their one big bomb and and then the game's over like a couple couple rounds after right.
0: that. It's all about turn advantage, right? So if they can slow you down, you know, by countering your spells or you know whatever, and then they're drawing additional cards, so they're essentially gaining partial turns by by getting that. It's yeah, it's all about you know turn advantage, and it's all like oh, if you can, if somebody can get you know, if you're playing against a really good person, that has a really good deck and stuff, if they get to like turn four or five, it's like oh, in theory, they're gonna beat you every time because they have whatever combo you know all set up ready to go so yeah if they can slow you down one or two turns by countering stuff or whatever then yeah that's usually game over
1: yeah yeah i i like uh i like black and i like green i think green is my favorite though just i like i like the big stompy stuff Mm -hmm. coming in from nature and being the biggest baddest guys on the battlefield and What's cool coming back is they've added a lot of uh, removal in green, like the fight, the fight spells, the mm-hmm. bites spells that didn't mm-hmm. exist ten years ago. Like that's nice, and so now you can. And then there's like death touch guys in there. So, like as far as like board presence, green green is the best. But then I like black because of the strategy of, uh, you know, you get a strong benefit with a with a small. Um, deficit, you know. Oh, we lost Chase. Oh, chasse. Oh no! Hold on. All right, thirty-nine minutes. Okay, hold on.
0: <laughs>
1: going again.
0: Looks like somebody just mailed Chase out of the podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, he was destroyed. Destroyed target. Podcaster
0: murdered um yeah i do like black as well i mean that would probably be one of my other other favorites just because i like kind of the reanimator concept you know how there's a lot of where you might sacrifice a creature but then you're able to bring people back from the graveyard and you know all these different abilities that folks have that get activated when you do that and plus you know they you know they have ways of damaging opponents you know like they lose life you get to draw a card kind of stuff so yeah black has definitely um speaks to me, but um yeah, white I'm a, I'm a, I'm a white I'm pretty fly for a white guy. So
1: nice. Right on. Yeah Chase says uh Chase says it's not working here.
0: It's not working.
1: My mic stopped working. Uh let's see here. Did you stay in the app question mark? Enter. Hmm. See if I can invite him again. This is how the sausage is made. (sighs) Sad day. All right. Well, Well, let's assume that uh, he's not coming. What else did did we want to accomplish here? We want to talk about What we like to play, what we don't like to play, how we started, what we wanted to accomplish.
0: Um, How about let's set up time to play. Let's fly Chase out here and we'll all get together and play.
1: (laughs) Chase, are you back? Yeah. All right. Sorry about that, man.
2: I was going to say I I missed the last little bit since I got cut out there. Sorry. I was going to say I think one of the most, effective and maybe even op abilities is landfall mm, landfall yes I, I mean, agree it's either plus one plus ones or uh, create a one one creature or add mana of any ability it, it's, uh, it's become a very frustrating thing to try and combat
1: yeah mm-hmm. or yeah they'll have the evolving wilds so that's a land right. then you tap it to sacrifice it to bring in another basic land that actually has a color
2: right so mm-hmm.
1: that counts as two lands on one turn and if you have right. two landfall creatures out there it's just like gee yeah gee.
0: and yeah and then there's there's creatures or there's cards that allow you to draw an ad- or play an additional land you know each right. turn so you can do that yeah there's yeah it can it can cascade pretty quick yeah um there's some angels uh, that have landfall abilities, too, so I like that.
1: All right, oh, my, down, right? My, let's go top three abilities. I'm going to go um, okay. lifelink, double strike, trample.
0: Um,
2: double strike and trample. Okay. I don't... I've got two others. I'm thinking of a third. I, I mean, I, I think death touch is way too powerful. I mean there's no way you're going to attack if you've got death touch on your side. Or the well, you got I mean if you attack. have
1: first strike or double strike you can deal with it, it can okay help.
2: I will say That's true. Death okay so abilities to death touch uh yeah life link that's a hard one that one's just pretty annoying too.
1: Right, it fucks up uh,
2: your tempo. Dang.
0: Okay. I, I I've got my three, so I would definitely All right, let's,
1: say. Let's, let's hear them, John.
0: Since I'm, you know, an angel freak over here, right? I'm going to obviously say lifelink because that's big. I'm yep. also going to say um, flying because hey, yeah. hello. I mean, that's pretty powerful if you're playing against you can't a, block you know...
1: me unless you have flying.
0: <laughs> right, and then the other one is vigilance. So that's really oh, that's like an vigilance angel. Is good. Vigilance okay. is good. That's an angel
1: okay, to so a team. Maybe, T I, maybe right we should there. break this down a little bit. So, <laughs> so all right. So mine were trample. So that is where, let's say you have a one toughness creature and he blocks an an eight power creature. The the cre- the eight power creature attacks the, the the one one toughness creature, and then it fizzles and the creature dies and that's it. But if it has trample. The other seven. Seven. damage goes to the player unless they double block triple block whatever right and then lifelink is when damage is dealt that life is returned to the player so you you so you gain so you kill or do damage to the player or creatures and then you gain back life mm-hmm. and then double strike is like it's it's like first strike but better so you have yeah when combat happens if you have first strike you do the fir- you do your damage first then regular damage happens after that. Whereas if you have right. a double strike, you have first strike and then again you follow it up with another regular with strike. Lighter. So it's first strike right. and regular strike at the same time, mm-hmm. which, which is really good. Okay, and then so then and then flying is where you fly above the creatures that. So if creatures don't have flying or reach, they can't block it, which is really powerful. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, the other one you said which was. Is- Vigilance. Vigilance where when you attack, tap it yeah. you don't, you, you can, don't tap you it. Don't. So you can, you can attack and then, and then also okay. block on the next turn. So
0: mm-hmm. that's really
1: powerful. And then the other one you said was lifelink as well.
0: Yep. Yep. Lifelink for sure.
1: Okay. Right on. And then Chase, what was, what was yours? You said death touch.
0: Yeah. So, so, probably-
1: so for example, that one damage or one, one creature that has death touch would kill my, Eight power creature, even though he was way stronger, the one power creature had death touch, so uh, I mean, that that eight power creature would die, which is crazy. Unless, unless I had first strike, the, and yeah. so the or or, really or protection or, or protection from that color. Yeah,
2: so I, I was probably gonna say one of my other ones. So death touch, I would I'd probably say life link, and then indestructible. I mean, indestructible is really... Yeah, oh my gosh.
1: There's this freaking squirrel. It costs four mana. It's a legendary squirrel. It's a one-one. The bearer of the musk or
2: something like that. I think so. Yeah,
1: it's indestructible, but anytime any one of your creatures deals damage to a player, you draw a freaking card. That thing is crazy powerful. Someone used (laughs) it against me. I was like, I completely underestimated how powerful that card was
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah bear of tails something like that
1: uh, yeah i didn't i never appreciated a card drawing 10 years ago like i do now because people are just doing it in so many different ways and because right. you, you vomit all your cards out as fast as possible to you know you know a, a strong board presence mm-hmm. but, but then you don't yeah Yeah, then you don't have anything to support it or to to reinforce or whatever. All these guys going a little bit slower, but then they have all this card draw. It's just like they're there to battle forever, whereas I just have one shot at it. So that's one of the downfalls, at least in the decks that I've
2: made, on a control side, because you're burning through your cards rather quickly to eliminate the enemy's offense before you're able to build up a good defense. And so you're eliminating and burning cards really quickly that it's it's hard to build back up your hand unless you've got very deliberate cards that are able to do that, and that's not necessarily a specialty of swamp.
1: Yeah, right. No, swamp is good for destroying creatures or removal spells, and like I think that they're good at life life link, and then I don't know black is Best black. Is, I think black is like. It's got to be the most interesting, cause it's, or maybe the most strategic, or may, I don't know. Blue,
0: blue is pretty strategic too. Yeah, black also puts, uh, minus, you know, minus counters, right? A lot of minus one, minus one, or you know, minus X, minus X. So it's yeah. a good way to kind of yeah. either permanently or until end of turn. So it's a good way, kind of kind of like what you were saying Chase, where you kind of lull your opponents and hey i'm attacking with this one one whoops but then it's like you do something like that but you, <laughs> they block with a large thing and you throw minus whatever counters on it and like oh shit my one one just killed your seven seven because this card gives it minus x minus x based on the number of swamps i control, and I control six so fuck you there's um one of my
2: favorite <laughs> cards actually one of my favorite combos a deck that i have that i built is a swamp forest and one of the cards in there i have is target creature it's an instant Target creature gains death touch. And when this creature dies, return it to the battlefield at the end of turn. And so oh, I'll, that's do, dirty. I'll do exactly a one, one on a two, two or an eight, eight, whatever it is, kill it. And then it comes right back to the playing field. That
1: is so, <laughs> messed up. so, all right. So let's go, let's go colors. Green is like nature and big oh, and strong yeah big big ramp ramp spells mana. so that you yeah. you spend money to get even more money or mana to cast your spells blue is like like control and sneaky deceitful you know flyers and you know
0: uh counter spells yeah
1: it seems uh, yeah, thing, like
2: no technology
1: i don't know yeah. it's right yeah. word
2: for it but
1: yeah like over overarching like you have to know to be a good blue player you have to know all the other cards you know abilities to be able to say yes and no to to your best of abilities red is just like fuck you fire die as quick as possible
0: (laughs) aggro yeah speed, super
1: super aggro and then black is is kind of like blue but more it has more power on the creature side but less power on the spell side. So it's it, it can kill stuff, but it, it also damages you. It has really anime. powerful abilities. But then mm. it, you always have to give something up for it. I don't it's know. It's much like more brash and brutal. It's, it's death.
2: Everything is death.
1: Like You have 20 life. We're going to use a little bit of that 20 life because you only need one life <laughs> to win. Yeah, right? So it's you start sacrifice. the game at 20... You're going to go down to five life, but you're going to win.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then white is very ordered.
0: <laughs> lawful. And, good. And it's, uh,
1: it's mostly small, <laughs> small guys. It seems like, like it's a team, team effort. You've got to get out a bunch of little guys, and we're all going to work together to win. Unless you pump out them angels. Yeah. Well, and that's what arenas kind of got fucked up. I wish they would have with this new release, they would have taken out some of the uh, original arena cards just because they have the, they have this deck where it's like what it's really, it's basically like two cards and then a bunch of other support cards. But it's what one, one one of the cards is hollow priest. Whenever you gain a life, you get a plus one plus one counter on the Mm -hmm. creature. And then the other, the other creature is like, uh, or something impassioned orator or something like that. Whenever a creature comes into the battlefield, Uh, gain Gain one one life life. so now that you've gained Mm -hmm. one life now the other creature gets plus one plus one and then white loves small creatures so then you have all these other small creatures coming in or you have or white likes to just gain life so now you're getting plus one plus ones and then they have this other like leonin war whatever whenever it attacks you add in two more one one
0: ones that are attacking with
1: attacking so now <laughs> now your hollow Priest gets plus two, plus two. Or if you have two Orators mm-hmm. out there, it's plus four, plus four. And then you have the Cleric class, which is even another proc of, of plus one, plus it's one counters. It's, it's crazy. It's and the then, yeah, then they have the Unicorn thing. that does the same thing as a hollow Priest. It just comes in like a two, three instead of a, a one, one. It just goes, it goes off. It goes bananas. It goes crazy. It's like, how does the computer even track these numbers so quickly? And so... Oh, where, and do the animations take forever. So you're like just taking it in the ass while these numbers just... <laughs> <bang>. That's where <laughs> playing
2: it online is, is very helpful because it automates all of that for you. And I had a game that probably took about 45 minutes because each of us were playing that exact same deck. And
1: in so, person?
2: No, 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 online. So, <laughs> you,
1: you know, How long you would went, that take in person then? Oh my <laughs> God. You know,
2: a year. But we would fluctuate. <laughs> in health where he would go down to three life, and then I, you know, I'd be up at sixty life, and then he would draw the right card at the right time, and we'd exchange, and he'd get back up to sixty life, and I'd go down to twenty. <laughs> at one point, we were each above a hundred life, and then, no way! And then, you know, it was the, through the exchange of drawing the right cards and luck, we we just slowly whittled him down. Um, but I've also had the exact opposite happen where I had absolutely nothing. I had this right card that says, Hey, you are not able to lose the game and your opponents are not able to win the game. And so I was like negative 40 health and I came back <laughs> and won it because I had this special token creature that he wasn't able to kill. Um,
1: but that, I, I, that, that
2: that plus 1 plus 1 life gain deck i think is probably the deck i play against the most on standard and
1: yeah people are complaining about it cuz it's like it's the easiest way to get to mythic uh, difficulty or get your it's, mythic emblem on there
2: it almost just kind of seems like a cop out right now cuz it's
1: so
0: easy Eek. it's boring it's boring
1: yeah i, I, like, I, like, the I like boring green stompy <laughs> decks are fun man <laughs> Oh, there's something else I was going to say, but I don't remember.
2: Mm, was it about magic? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like cardboard. So what are uh, what are some of the other abilities that are out there? So, you know, ones that you don't necessarily have to pay mana for, but you can, or or passive effects. So, like, well, you know,
1: this Innistrad draft is really interesting because the blue black deck seems really powerful because you get these decayed tokens so it's Mm -hmm. it's a two 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 zombies but once they attack one time they die Mm -hmm. but you you get them for, for for pretty cheap for pretty cheap and then they have all these other like uh there's this one zombie called siege zombie where you tap three other creatures you control and you do one damage to target player but if you have like three of these tokens out there they can't they're not even allowed to block they just literally sit there and they just tap away, pinging away at your health. But you don't—you never want to swing in because if you swing in, they can't block. So then next turn, they're all—all all the zombie tokens—they're all going to swing in. So or they just—they'll use other cards to like sacrifice this card That's to make the nice. other card super powerful, mm-hmm. and it just gets crazy strong. And then you mix it in with blue, so you're drawing cards and and then scrying, finding the right cards that you need and ramping out and it's it's really really interesting it's it's a the innistrad is supposed to be a werewolf deck yet the freaking zombies are like way out of control powerful yeah well and you've got the day bound, night bound
2: right yeah. dynamic to play with now which really introduces a new way to play because you can time essentially maybe when your creatures are going to you know, transform into a different character, and so you can time your spells differently than maybe other under different circumstances.
1: Right, or like me not paying attention to when it switches to nightbound, and with the nightbound, some certain nightbound creatures get new abilities that I'm not paying attention to. And I'm like, oh yeah, I totally can take this damage. Well, I don't know why he's bringing in. I I got lethal on the board, and then all of a sudden he's like pump plus X plus plus O to this certain creature that i didn't block and the game was over was like oh my gosh i didn't <laughs> even know the the total to- werewolves like oh man i wasn't even paying attention
2: yeah i'm glad for the computer on that one that was a hard one to track
0: yeah and that's why i don't do a lot of like in-person tournaments or anything because like you know my level of understand like i obviously understand the basics and stuff but it's like you know tracking all that and like you know all the stack how all the abilities and stuff stack and stuff like that you know like i'm all right i i just like what and all these people that just completely nerd out and do tournaments every weekend and stuff it's like i'm gonna be like that one guy they get pissed off excuse me you don't know how to you don't know how to capture your mana rate, right, man i'm, I'm so <laughs> mad at you i'm gonna pop a zit right on your face <laughs> <laughs> on you know, so. your on your foiled card your foil your grand model is, it's only worth two dollars yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, did you see that guy that used to go to all the different grand prix's and he would make like a prayer emoji with his with his face and hands right in front of all the butt cracks of all the different magic players
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it wasn't like one or two or five it was like a constant like ten plus per tournament. It was terrible. Oh bless man, this player.
2: <laughs>
0: bless, <laughs> bless this crack.
1: Well, and what's funny too is like there's kids that play, and then there's also like adults that play that never even go to like the the card stores. Like when I was I was there at the card store last week, and there was all these couples just trying to buy the booster boxes, while all the kids on the tables like mess around it's like oh there's levels to this interesting that's cool they they know what's going on they're just not hanging out at the card store
0: mm-hmm.
1: which I think is cool i I think I think that's an, it's just it's like you can be competitive, you can be social there's just there's so many ways to play it. I really I really really like it.
2: Yeah, I've grown to have less patience for the people who take too long even on arena. Oh really <laughs> people who want to read every card and use all of their timeouts and I'm just like I don't care concede next actually, <laughs> you know, yeah.
1: who did that to me I, I I messed up played a wrong land I was like shit well I can't play the card that I wanted to should I play this <laughs> one or this one and then I didn't even pl- I was just about to play like my first card and he conceded he was like oh crap bad.
0: <laughs> took too
1: long. Yeah, the win <laughs> the other day i conceded
2: i had i had put all my characters forward we were both low health i put all my characters forward to attack and uh conceded and i soon realized you know, i hit the view battlefield i would have won <laughs> i did my math wrong oh, <laughs> oh
0: shit that's brutal
2: money. Ways to be patient, I guess, but also pays to not be an idiot. Like, myself. to know,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, Oh, Maths dude, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, side tangent best thing ever at the pizza store today, dude. I was we were sitting at the table, and then this kid and mom were walking by, just literally walking by. And the kid was just like, Mom, guess what? She's like, What? He's like, A stands for idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i held it in as long as i could i think they left the premises and i just died on the table dude i was like thank you jesus i need i didn't know i needed that but i needed that
0: idiot you're an idiot i was say it down the side you idiot yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh,
2: sorry to sidetrack have y'all played uh, much historic I like playing Mm -hmm. historic because Mm -hmm. there are it opens up a whole new world of Combinations than what is introduced in standard.
1: What's that uh, jump start thing? It's only like like 500 coins to jump in. Have you and you get yeah, like a whole like two half decks or whatever? Have you tried that yet?
2: Yeah, I've done jump start. It's pretty fun because it introduces you to a, a bunch of new cards, and you get to split two different types of decks. The only downside is is you don't actually get to keep the cards. Oh, into, uh, into your deck. So I I probably spent, you know, 1500 2000 coins on it and then realized that the decks or the cards in there are not usable. So, I've, I know. I, was in, I was in it for collecting and that's not the area to collect. But if you're looking for a different gameplay or format or just trying to be introduced to new cards, it's a good way to do it for pretty cheap.
1: Is the best way to collect cards to uh, still drafting then?
2: I think so. I mean,
1: especially maybe not
2: right now because it's pretty expensive for Innistrad, but and maybe in a week or two, it'll
1: it'll the the 5,000 coin quick draft where you can sit and read all the cards. Yeah, no time limit
2: down to that. And uh, you know, you can it's a guaranteed 40 some cards every time. That's that's probably the best way to do it. And then if you're playing on PC, I don't know how you guys play. But if you're playing on PC, if you hold the alt button down, or maybe it's the control button, you can see how many copies of that card you actually have when you're drafting. So you know you don't get to, you know, if you've got three of four or one of four, you can choose that specific card and build up your inventory rather than duplicating because you can't ever have more than four of a card. So it's a nice yeah, way but to now, if
1: you Now, if you have four of a card and then you grab another one, doesn't that build a wild card? For you, or uh, to build a partial of a wild card. I've been given diamonds in
2: the past, but I, I don't. I'm not super familiar. I want to say it almost depends on the rarity of the card mm. that you over chose.
1: Yeah, because I can tell that, like, if you've been playing Arena since the beginning, you're doing fine with Innistrad. Whereas we're just getting in. It's like I want all the Innistrad cards, but it's so expensive to draw. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want, I want all the cards, and luckily, you know, it standard just rotated, so we don't have to collect all the freaking sets. But, man, like, when I'm, like, you know, I'm a competitive player. I want all the shit, and it's just like, oh, God, this is either going to be expensive or it's just going to take forever, and I, I can't spend my entire but paycheck on a freaking mobile game.
2: But you're also <laughs> not the patient type, so.
1: Right, right. Well, I mean, I spent 40 bucks on Arena. <laughs> and uh I have a bunch of gems saved up for the next mastery pass, so I'm trying to be reasonable.
0: Yeah. Hard, speaking though. of speaking of stuff, um, you are you excited for Diablo 2?
1: Yeah, um no, I'm playing Magic right now. That just came out like today, right? Uh yeah.
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was today, wasn't it? I I the played. Slight, the, uh... I
1: bought. I bought it. I, I I uh I downloaded it. I tried the the beta on it or whatever. It's really 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 slow, and I know people are really excited about, it and I was excited about it, and I should be excited about. It. So maybe when I'm less obsessed with magic, I'll try it again because there's there's so much like depth and lore and history in that game. I need to check it out
0: hmm it's my right. favorite game of all time for the pc so all
1: right well i chose an amazon woman and i'm wondering if that was a mistake and i should go with something better
0: yeah sorceress barbarian probably okay that's what i was thinking i was mm-hmm. going to ask you what you were going to play so if we ever want to get online we don't have the same character okay so maybe i'll do source
1: well and I'm really uh, me and Aaliyah are both super looking forward to Diablo 4 because Aaliyah's very first game she ever played was Diablo 3. She loves she loves Diablo. Mm. She wants to play Diablo with with dad. I want to play
0: Diablo.
1: Daddy, can I play Diablo with you? Yeah, of course. Ablo,
0: and it wasn't it was crazy. never about
1: having strong stats. It was what the coolest items were to make her character look cool. It's like, oh, this is right. A mm-hmm. game. But you know, I'm glad you. I'm glad you're good at hitting buttons. You're doing great.
0: You're doing great, kid. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Well, I guess that's you know hour hour six man. We're doing pretty good. Doing pretty. Yeah, that's good.
0: pretty good for for magique.
1: Yeah. Anything else you guys want to add?
0: Well, not necessarily really magic the gathering related, but sort of magic. One of my favorite um, memes of all time. It's a uh, Keanu Reeves meme where he's, uh, you know, Bill from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. He's got that that astounded, like, whoa, look on his face. It says, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> he's like, what if we all know magic, but we just don't have enough mana? <laughs> <laughs>
2: whoa.
0: Whoa.
2: Hell yeah, dude.
0: <laughs> we just all have zero mana at all times. Yeah. We're in a potion. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, I really I, appreciate you guys doing this.
0: I love you too. Yeah.
1: Love you. I'll let you guys know how my uh, my draft goes tomorrow.
0: Yes, please.
1: I'm so please. Let me know guys. if you draft a
0: foil
2: Grim Monolith. Do you want to play Magic right now after this call?
1: Yeah, <sighs> I'm down. Sure. I don't know. Can sure. Can you do three player on on there?
0: I thought way? that's what Brawl was. Oh, was it? Well, when I played it, it was just a commander type game against one other guy. But well, I don't have that. We have a. Uh, is there a two headed, two headed monster?
1: Um, maybe I don't know. I thought that was
2: kind of a fun, fun way to play too. Kelly, send me uh, John's uh, gamer name, and I'll send him an invite too.
1: Okay. Invite okay.
0: me your stuff you'll
2: you'll know it when you get it john
0: who it is yeah that one cool all righty well i appreciate uh-huh. you
1: guys and uh uh-huh. we will, uh, we'll do this again if we get like a thousand listens on it because the magic community is so awesome we should just we should just do another one here pretty soon <laughs>
0: We should do an audio draft all by, like, booster packs and rather rather than it be a visual thing, which everybody does on YouTube, it'll just be audio. I'll just be like, dude, I just opened a booster pack and I got this fucking card. We
1: have to whisper it. We, okay. We just eat zombie.
0: I got a goblin token.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. A rare Renan 7 planeswalker.
0: A snow covered swamp.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does that make sense? And then, like fart in the background, but don't talk <laughs> about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: all right, so all right, let's do it then. Okay. All right. All right. I'll talk to you guys in a bit.
0: All right, all right,